Okay, so I actually have a few things to say before you jump into this episode. There's a part, there's a few parts where I describe a type of human as the word reactive. And as I'm sitting here listening to the episode and editing it, I just feel like that is wrong and not what I meant. I don't think I meant a reactive person. But I think what I was trying to get to is victim. A person who plays a victim, the victim card. Or not like plays a victim, thinks they're a victim. You know people, you know, there are some people who live with a victim mentality. And if you don't know what a victim mentality is, it's exactly what I'm describing in the episode. Um, it's a person who, if something happens to them, it's the end of the fucking world. Like, of course this happened to them. The universe is conspiring against them, they think. Not with them, like we know. They think the universe is conspiring against them. They have a very negative outlook on life. They just think that if a bad thing is going to happen, it's going to happen to them. Or that all bad things happen to them. And then... I think also with this episode moving forward, which you'll hear soon, um, instead of the word, well, instead of the term popping pills, I think, or like, I don't know, I think I say once like, you know, they go and pop a pill. I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. I think instead of that sentence, we can just say like, they turn towards their vice. Um, We all have vices that we know we use. And that's what I think I'm saying in this episode. I don't, I hope no one's listening to this and they're like, oh my God, she's beating down people who take medicine. Because that's the last thing I want to be doing with this episode. I'm just trying to create some awareness around being resilient. But I think that was um, not my intention there. I'm not trying to bash. I know I know people, I know there are humans out there who need this type of medication to function every single day and who it works for. I think what I was talking about here is the woman who wrote the book and how she was like over-prescribed antidepressants and things. That's what I was trying to get to. So just keep in mind, when you're listening to this episode, every time I say reactive, hear the word victim. And then when I say pop pills, think of people using their vices instead of doing just popping pills, you know, turning towards alcohol, towards weed, towards other drugs. Uh, You know, you get me. Okay. Happy listening. Bye. Hello. And welcome back to another episode of Living Madly. I am your host, Mad. Um, And today we're going to be talking about a topic that I've heard a lot about lately. Like it's just been popping up in conversations that I've had with people in podcasts that I'm listening to. It's kind of a little, it's a hot top, if you know what I'm saying, like a hot topic. Um, And that is resilience. Today's episode is going to be short. It's just going to be a little blip of my thoughts about resilience. Um, We're going to talk about what resilience is, how we can strengthen our resilient muscle, and why it's important to be a resilient person. So last week, I was listening to a podcast 
uh, it's called the skinny confident. It's called the skinny confidential him and her podcast. Now, when I first found this podcast, I was like, Oh hell no, this is going to be so annoying. But I persevered and continued to listen because the two hosts of the podcast get amazing guests with amazing perspectives. And last week was no different than what they're used to doing. So they had a woman on their podcast, totally forget her name. She wrote a book, totally forget the book. Sorry, sorry if I'm a bad, um, you know what, let me, let me figure it all out because now I'm a little self-conscious that I don't have these things for you. Okay. So the podcast title was called medicating minds the truth about antidepressant withdrawal and psychological intervention featuring author brooke cm now brooke wrote a book called may cause side effects um and it was all about her experience with using prescription drugs brooke was on vacation with her mother they get a call from the hospital that their dad has been admitted Um, He was dealing with some pain somewhere and he went in for surgery and they found cancer and apparently it was so, it had already taken over like his complete body. So he died in surgery and they never got to see him again. Talk about a traumatic experience. That is what we would like to consider a traumatic experience. So at the age of 15, Brooke went to go see a psychiatrist because that's what everyone around her was telling her to do since she endured such this traumatic experience. She went to the psychiatrist. The psychiatrist prescribed her antidepressants, a lot of them. Um, And she started taking them and she took them habitually for 15 years. So it was around the age she turned 30 and she was questioning everything apparently she was still a depressed human she was like why am i taking these things and still having these intrusive thoughts of killing myself so like the antidepressants were not completely doing their job and she started asking questions she started going to other psychiatrists saying she wanted to be weaned off them because she didn't believe that they were working they told her no so this story was obviously fascinating to hear because a lot of people these days are prescribed antidepressants for things that they've went through in their life. Now, the reason I'm telling you all of this is because when I heard this woman talking about her experience with being prescribed these drugs at such a young age, she sounded so pissed off. It was crazy. I mean, like, we all look at these prescription drugs as a tool to help us live a better life. This woman was so angry that at such a young age somebody just threw her this drug and was like here you have to take this and you have to take it every single day you are not going to be able to function without it like there was no here's the plan you're going to take these for six months we're going to see how they're making you feel there was no like conversation around it it was just a prescription you do this and you're going to do this forever there's no question about it And she was so angry because she thought that it affected, these drugs affected her um, childhood and learning how to be a resilient person. She said anytime that she would undergo like a stressful or traumatic event, 
she would just end up popping these pills and she wouldn't learn how to work through them naturally on her own and like working her muscle of resilience. She just would pop the pill and the problem would fade to the back and it would just be something that she would have to deal with the next day, which honestly is like so harmful because I feel like it makes you more of an anxious human by putting off things that you need to face, you know, crazy, crazy. So if you don't know what resilience is or what it means to be a resilient person, um, I found a few definitions. So this one website, which is actually, they did a whole study on human beings and their resiliency. They define resilience as the process of adapting well in the face of adversity, trauma, tragedy, threats, or significant sources of stress. Resilience is not a trait that individuals either have or do not have. That is so key. Resilience involves behaviors, thoughts, and accompany, accompanying, uh, I cannot say this word, accompanying, accompanying, God, that's so bad, accompanying feelings that can be nurtured, developed, and learned. So resilience is something that you learn through doing. It's something you learn to be you're not born with it. It is something that you have to work on. And it's hard. I'm not going to lie. It's facing things the minute they get thrown at you. If something happens at work and it's like an extremely stressful thing that's going on at work, instead of like turning a blind eye and letting it happen, a resilient person will face it head on, figure out a solution, and then roll with that. Like they won't sit there and worry about it and then maybe pop a pill to like numb the feelings of the anxiety and stress that this event is causing. They will work through it. And it is so important to be a resilient person these days because there's so much being thrown at us every single day. So much, especially with the internet in our faces every single day. I feel like we're always reacting to things that are happening in the world because we see it. And right now we're becoming extremely reactive human beings and I think the opposite of that is like being a resilient human being, like allowing the information to hit our brains, process it, and then move on. Not sit there and like muddle in it and like just say, why? Why is this happening to me? Like, no, no. A resilient person sits there and says, this is happening because I didn't do this. Like I didn't own up to this aspect in my life and now I have to face this and you know what facing this thing is going to teach me an important lesson in the future and it might not I I might not have to experience this again because I've 
already dealt with it now. But like there are some people who will not deal with it and they will let this thing bother them for years, for years. They won't step up. They won't talk about it. They'll let it bother them for years and like it'll always be an issue in their life and that is just going to compound and you're going to see people who are very like lack so much confidence because they think the world is out to get them and like you know these people you have you know you have at least one of these people in your life maybe it's that aunt who's terrified to leave the house like maybe it's the grandmother who just thinks that everything is out to get them um these are the opposite of resilient people these are reactive people they think everything is out to get them and like i don't want you to be like that so this is why i'm sharing this information and i'm trying to help you become a resilient confident human being who knows that they can conquer anything and take on the world every single day because it's important to live your life like that because then you will if when you live your life like that you inspire others to live their lives like that and when you're an inspiring human being you are vibrating at a frequency higher than the rest and because you're vibrating at that high frequency you're going to attract other high frequency things like amazing experiences amazing people amazing connections amazing opportunities like when you are a high frequency vibrating human good things happen and we're getting there we're getting to become the highest version of ourselves through learning about all these like subtle little topics right now and right now well we're learning about all these subtle little topics and right now the topic is resiliency so um humans have the ability to be resilient it's like it's a thing we have to we have to be resilient especially in this day and age why because employers want resilient people employers want people who are going to see a problem and who like get almost excited about it and want to tackle it head-on rather than hiding in their desk for three days with their head in their computer on social media just like scrolling avoiding everything that's not what an employer is looking for these days that's not what anyone is really looking for these days even partners we can talk about a partner in this too like when you're looking for the love of your life are you gonna look for a very insecure person who like hides at every hard thing that gets thrown their way no you're going to be looking for a person who is confident in themselves and their abilities and knows that they can tackle a challenge head-on honestly resilience is sexy it's so attractive i'll tell you a story okay i was at whole foods i went to go turn on my car my car wouldn't turn on i panicked i immediately called graham um because i didn't know i don't know cars it's not my strong suit 
Graham, my partner, knows cars. So he said, okay, stay put. I'll be there in three minutes. He was there in three minutes. Within five minutes, he jumped my car. Then he didn't let me drive my car home. He um, took my car, bought a new battery, took it to some dealership, had the battery installed, literally had the problem fixed within an hour, and I had my car back. I can't even tell you how turned on I was at the whole thing. I was like, damn, you know, I totally was floundering in that situation. I was literally like, oh my God, this is the worst day. I can't believe this just happened. Blah, blah, blah. My car's dead. I'm never going to be able to use my car again. Graham said, nope, and fixed it all. And he was so resilient in that like time and like, bounced back, fixed it all, got me my car. I was able to go to work. It was just so amazing. And I was like, damn, that is the man of my dreams. Like I cannot wait to marry this person because we're, he's just, nothing can get him down. You know what I mean? Nothing can get him down. And we're in areas that he gets down. That's areas where I thrive. So like we're a perfect little relationship match for each other. He's my soulmate. I love the kid. Graham, if you're listening to this, I love you so much. Don't ever change. Um, but like, that's what I'm saying. Resilience is sexy. He didn't even flounder. He didn't even question his abilities. He was just like, this is what this needs. And this is what we're going to do. And I'm going to go do it right now. He tackled it head on. It was amazing. A resilient, a non-resilient person, a reactive person would not be this way. They'd literally be like, they would be like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening to me. This means, this means nothing is going to go right today. The world is ending. My life is over. My car is broken forever. Like I'm never going to be able to use it again. Of course this would happen to me. It would just be like, woe is me, you know? And no one likes a woe woe is me human no one likes it and no one likes to be around it it's boring it's predictable it's uninspiring and quite frankly it's draining it's extremely draining you know you know that coworker you work with who is always just complaining about their problems and you want to look at them and be like dude this is not a problem. (laughs) We don't want to be those people. We want to be living madly people. We want to be strong. We want to be confident. We want to be resilient human beings. So I hope um, this inspired you in some way to be a more resilient person. Go put yourself in the middle of the ring go do stuff that makes you feel uncomfortable like hard like go put yourself in uncomfortable situations and come out on top you know work through them get through them come out on top not only is it going to make you a more resilient person it's going to boost your self-esteem and make you more confident because if you can tackle those kinds of challenges by yourself you'll be able to tackle anything by yourself So do the hard things. Don't shy away from them. Just do it. Get through it. Do it with a smile and you're going to feel like a zillionaire on the other side because you did it all yourself. Um, And that's amazing. 
And people, like I said, people notice that shit and they gravitate towards that kind of behavior. Like they gravitate. It's magnetic. It's magnetic energy. It's highest self energy. It's boss bitch vibes. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, some of the most like resilient, you know, some... I don't even know where I'm going this going with this. I think that's where I'm just going to end it. Be resilient, be sexy, be wanted. Um, let me know. I would love to hear a story of how you were resilient in the past. Like something you, a challenge you've over- overcome and tackled head on. I would love to hear about it and maybe I'll share it in the next episode. Like stories of how we were resilient this week. That feels a little corny, but if you like send me a voice note through email, that would be so sick. I can add it to the episode. It'd be so cool. How cool would that be? Your voice on my episode. I feel like I'd love that. It'd be so fun. Um, yeah. So if you want to do that, email me at maddiedevico at gmail. M-A-D-D-I-E. D-E-V-I-C-O at Gmail. Maddie DeVico. Because I'm no longer on Instagram. I'm no longer on any social media. I quit it all. I deleted it all. Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. I'm off everything and I will not be returning for the next 90 days. Um, And that started yesterday and it's January 30th today. So you might see me in March or April, but I doubt it. I'm like already feeling so jazzed about this little detox I'm doing. Social media was making me a reactive person. It wasn't making me a confident, resilient, strong human being. It wasn't. It was making me like emotional. And I realized I was a little addicted to it. Not a little, very addicted to it. But I also just whatever. I am working on my resilience by deleting social media and showing up more in person, showing up for my in-person community rather than my online community. Because it's fake. Online, the media, it's all fake. It's all fake. And I hate pretending to be fake for it. I'm so over that. So that's why I'm here, where you can like actually hear me and know me and be with me and get me a little bit more, I feel like, because I did not know how to show up on the media. I felt like I was always bragging about my life because everyone is. And that's just like not who I am. I'm not like that. I don't like to brag. I don't like to paint my life as this perfect picture because it's not. I'm normal. I am. And one of the most normal human beings you will ever meet. I struggle with my own shit. You know what I mean? I have flaws. I am not perfect. But on the media, it looks like my life is perfect. And a lot of people have come to me like thinking that. And I'm always like, whoa, no, you've got it all wrong. And it's started to annoy me with how perfect people think my life is. So like, I'm fucking done. I'm done with it. I don't want you to think that at all because we're all human. There is no perfect human being. We all 
are on this journey of life together. We're all figuring it out day by day. And like some days are good and some days are bad. It's a journey and I'm learning. There's no, well, I said this on my last episode, but there's no destination. You know what I mean? There's literally no destination. We have to start to get in love with the process of being a human. We have to start loving the journey. We have to start loving the good days and we have to start really obsessing over the bad days and like questioning why was it a bad day? Why did we think it was a bad day? Do we think we were resilient with our bad day? Like, did we turn it around or did we let it just like eat us up on the inside? Um, all great questions to ask ourselves. And because I quit social media yesterday, I wrote eight pages in my journal. Usually I'm like half a page to two pages, eight pages, people. Talk about a flow state. Holy macaroni. I was just in it to win it. I actually was writing about my next dream for life, which is very exciting, which I'll tell you eventually, but it's just, it's too soon. I'm still working out the kinks. That's a whole journey in itself, which is amazing, but I'm actually really excited for this next chapter. And I'm excited for you guys to be along every little part of it. My goal for the next few months since I am quitting social media is to be radically consistent with this podcast, to upload at least once a week um, and not miss a week like I have in the past because I know I got a little lazy with it. But I will be here every week and I hope you will too. So this concludes this podcast. Have the best day and I will see you next week. Bye.